Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to another episode of Channel Shreddy Podcast. I'm your host, Papa Shred, Sh- uh, Shreddy Kruger. I already fucked up. This is a good way to start, though. You can find us on Acre, Breaker, Google Podcast, Pocket Cast, Radio Public, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and Castform. So if you guys want to tune in, just let me know what the fuck it is. Um, the email is uh, channelshreddy at gmail.com. If anybody wants to send us like questions or whatever, or send us money, go ahead. Do what you got to do. But we are out here, and we're going to have a good time. So today is uh, Thursday, and this is episode three of the Channel Shreddy podcast. And I'm with none other than... Sup, this is Slaw. You know what I'm saying? I'm here, I'm chilling and all that good stuff. And, uh, you know, this is my first time on the podcast, so I don't really got too much else to say. Yeah, so be nice to him, ladies and gentlemen. Pretty please. With a fucking, with a, with a cocaine on top. Why does this look like it's going to pop Two out? Lines. Two lines. I'm OCD. I can't sniff odd numbers of lines. Ooh, that sounded really good in the, in the fucking uh, <laughs> in the microphone. I'm over here. I'm sipping some uh, Blue Rabbit. I mean, Blue Rabbit. Blue Ribbon. And, um, you know, we're just going to get into some things. We're going to have a very chill podcast. We're going to talk about life. We're going to talk about everything. Most importantly, mental health. And, uh, yeah, we're going to take it from there. So, with that being said, how's everybody feeling today? As if people are going to answer back. <laughs> well, I'll tell you how I feel about mental health, Shreddy. Um, <clears throat> first of all, I think everybody's fucking bipolar. Yeah, I believe so too. Yeah, and uh, yeah, man, it's it's not how you're crazy; it's how you deal with your craziness. Yeah, I agree with that one hundred percent. And you know, I could definitely say I deal with it by walking away. Just to, just escape the situation and, and like, just in fucking you know. And then let's say, like, things start to get heated or something like that or whatever, and you feel like it's starting to come on, you just walk away from everything. Yep, yep. Which is good and bad, and I'll tell you why. It's it's bad in a sense of, like, you know, you're escaping it, but it's also good because you're not really resolving anything, but it's also good in a sense that, you know, you don't want to be around that negative shit, and so that way you just want to get yourself out of that. And then also sometimes taking a walk can relieve your stress, you know? And you're just kind of like, and then you have yourself, you have, you have time to reflect, you know, and shit like that. So, yeah, I would say it's more, it's more good than bad. Okay. That's good. That's good. Yeah. I actually know a couple people that caught an episode or two here and there. Uh, the best advice I probably give them is that, um, if you're catching an episode and you can't help acting crazy, at least be conscious of how to not get in trouble in the middle of an episode and reasonably do whatever crazy thing you want to do. Because at the end of the day, if somebody's in the middle of an episode, you can't stop them. Yeah. Because they're already you could, in there. You know? Yeah. But you could influence them into doing what they want to do in a less aggressive and, or harmful way. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. So I just try to tell people, just like, if you are catching an episode, just be conscious of yourself and just think how, just think in your head, okay, I'm having an episode right now. I'm going to do whatever the hell I'm going to do, but 
how do I do this because I can't help myself mm-hmm. in the so, least hostile way. Yeah, the least so hostile way. Minimize the trouble I'm gonna Absolutely. get in. Absolutely. Yeah, and that, I think that's most important that a lot of people don't really understand um, is to really evaluate yourself and understand what's going on and make it the least harmful as possible and learning how to be constructive with it you know a lot of people have a lot of hard times with that i've had i have literally dealt with that and i didn't know how to be constructive about it the only thing i used to do was just go out and skate whatever i mean that is constructive but i'm not really resolving the problem i'm escaping you know so which is why i said that it's like bad in a good way to like you know leave and whatever you i believe you are mentally escaping it as far as you know you're trying to do something to get your mind off of it Mm. But as far as like a physical and chemical and biological sense, you're actually being active, like releases endorphins. Right. So yeah, you're yeah, actually yeah. physically dealing with it. That's yeah. No, that's absolutely so, true. So you know, it's you a give a, and a take. You got a good point there, brother. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, you know, um, I think it, you know, because a lot of people need outlets. You know what I'm saying? I feel like uh-huh. not enough people have that many outlets, you know what I'm saying? Because they're just like, yo, I'm pissed and I'm going to stay in this rut and I'm just going to feel like, ugh. I'm like, you do need an outlet. Like, you walking or me skating or whatever or drawing, painting, fucking writing raps or writing shit down, write your feelings down, whatever, as corny as that sounds. But, like, yeah. you're getting it out, you know what I'm saying? Because with, with less outlets, you're just going to be stuck in it, you know? And that's yeah. the shit that kind of hurts people a lot because, like, they're just thinking about that shit all day. You can't hold that, you know, because it becomes a demon, it's just more yeah. it's just more of like weight on your shoulders and shit, you know. Yeah. Everybody has their own demons, you know. Some people shadow box in the mirror for hours but then gets bullied on as soon as they go to like a bar to go drink, mm-hmm. you know. Everybody, you know, faces their own demons and stuff. It's uh <clears throat> it's up to them to how they're going to overcome it. And I also wanted to say what you said about the journal sounds corny. It does sound a little bit corny, but honestly, if you're trying to pick on somebody for writing a journal, you're kind of corny yourself. Absolutely, because they're just trying to be creative, you know? They're finding that creative sense within their self. Yeah. And it's just like, if that's like, um, there was a quote a long time ago. I don't remember the exact quote, but it's just like, um, do, do write and be good to the people that are that are creative because in the end they're they're gaining something off of your energy your bad energy they're basically reflecting it so who's who's the bigger little person that's in like you know whatever terms that i put it in my head but it's more of more so like that it's like yeah this person's writing down something and they're writing their feelings they're being constructive they're doing something to help them and that's literally like balancing that negative energy and turning into something good so why ever talk down to somebody that's doing something like that when you're the one who started the problem in the first place you know yeah so like you know it's it's yeah it's good in that sense um i think we have to talk a little bit louder because like this is the levels right here oh all right that's okay no like you're good i think i think i'm like too far oh okay because like i could turn this up over here but like we're probably gonna laugh and shit and i don't want it to be too well i can always edit this in post yeah man the big problem with like besides people like being mental and having their own situations is that there is a lot of bullies out there but you just got to remember that bullies are the most insecure of all yeah absolutely so you know anytime people want to like feel like killing themselves or cutting themselves or whatever you know they just got to remember like this person is more insecure than me yeah because what they're doing is they're portraying their insecurities in a very harmful way 
yeah. you know, to hurt somebody else, to purposely hurt somebody else, which is stupid as fuck. Like, I'm all about competition. If you want to see me, you want to, like, fight something or whatever, we can do it in the match. We can do it in a fucking ring or whatever. I would put never the gloves do, on. Yeah, put the fucking <laughs> gloves on. You want to box it out, boom. I'll shake your hand at the end of the day because that's something that people need to release or whatever. But if you're going to do this shit purposely just to fucking hurt people like that, then you're the biggest piece of shit in the fucking world. You know what I'm saying? And there's yeah. no doubt. There's no doubt about that. Yeah. AKA, y'all can suck my dick and come see me, y'all. I live at 460. Now, let me stop. <laughs> <laughs> This is a great start, by the way. Yeah, it was pretty good. This is actually an interesting topic. I also myself went through some depression a while back. A little bit of like anger management. Um, how did I get through it? You know, for starters, man, I just try to like sit up straight, stand, eat food. Depression really kind of sucks as far as like. You just don't like cares to do anything. Like yeah. you know you have to do something, yeah. but you don't it, care. It consumes to, you, and you almost yeah. don't even want to get out of bed and shit. You know? Yeah, yeah. So then you know, it's just like you have to keep telling yourself in your head, like, all right, I don't care to do this, but I'm gonna do it because I want to care. Mm-hmm. So, you know, sometimes I just try to, you know, stay active, you know, like I got to play the food in front of me while I'm depressed. I'm like, you know, I'm going to eat that food, mm-hmm. you know, you know, I'm a little bit like, I guess you could say I'm a little bit more on the macho side. So what I tell myself may not work for other people, you know, yeah, I understand. I'll probably be like, yo, I'm going to eat this food right now. Yeah. But, you know, somebody else will probably like be like a little bit more with their words, you know, like. I'm going to eat this food because blah, 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 blah. But look, man, the whole point is like whatever works for you, man. Yeah. I mean, you're also a human being. You have to fucking survive. Yeah. You got to, you know, and and sometimes I do understand because like sometimes I don't want to eat. Sometimes I don't want to fucking, you know, whatever. I've been in depressions where it's like the only thing that I really do is change strange songs on my fucking Spotify or whatever. And I'm just like, it'll be the saddest shit. But that is kind of my way of fucking doing it. But at the end of the day, I still got to eat. still got to survive. I'm only going to feel like more like shit if I don't have the energy. You know what I'm saying? So like, I know it's very hard for a lot of people, you know, um... But, like, forcing yourself to do something constructive is the most important thing, especially when you're going through some shit. Like, have it being, like, somebody broke up with you or whatever. Um, whatever you guys are going through and shit like that, just fucking call somebody you haven't called in a long time. Something, you know? Rub one out, play some Call of Duty, whatever the fuck you got to do. It's just, you know, you have to you have to make sure that you're, that you're constantly doing something not only to escape what you're feeling because negative thoughts are always the worst, but just like, you know, you're doing something. You're doing something. The best thing to do when you're not feeling like shit, when you feel nothing, is to do something. You know? Choose ding, some, ding, ding. You know? Ding, ding, ding right there. You know, WWE <laughs> bell. We're yeah, gonna, we're I gonna, was trying to say a different noise, but fuck uh, it, that uh, works uh, too. <laughs> <laughs> like, you know, like at the start of a match. But, um... But uh, what's it called? Yeah, I'm, I'm gonna get, I'm gonna start getting these fucking uh, sound bites soon, to make things a little bit more interesting. But um, but yeah, uh, I wanted to ask you, uh, how old were you when you first started feeling that depression or that or those, you know, the the clawing, the clawing of depression coming at you, or when did you realize it? Uh, you know, I probably say like in my early twenties, it happened. Um, was it something like specific that started to drag you down or was it like just, just feeling it out of nowhere? I think work was just pretty tough, you know, you know, like life was good as far as like 
I hang out with my friends, you know, I have my little girlfriends, you know, stuff like that. Like, you know, the, the notice, simple notice pleasures. That he said, notice that he said girlfriends. <laughs> so homeboy was doing his thing. I mean, you know, over a span of time, you know. Yeah, no, I get I'm, it. I'm loyal over here. No, you're fine. <laughs> we can hear you good. But yeah. no, no. Don't I, cheat. Don't cheat. Cheating's don't bad. Cheat. Cheating is very bad. There's no future in that shit. Not at all. Shout out to future. <laughs> But, uh, but yeah, yeah, like you were saying, like, you know, work and all that shit kind of like, was it because like you didn't have enough time to focus on yourself and you were just constantly like doing things just for like a track or, or whatever? And it just Yeah, kinda... I just think like even with like hanging out with friends and like having girlfriends and stuff, I think that just like work itself kind of consumed me and just mm-hmm. having this goal. You know, like, you know, I want to save this much. I want to invest that much. And then, you know, for most of my life, I, I lived with, a, like, a pretty tight schedule. Yeah. So, you know, it was just, like, I'm only human, you know. Yeah, absolutely. It was, it was pretty crazy, like, my lifestyle as far as, like, you know, it was just, like, I was just always on the move, like, I used to eat, like, Tupperwares, like, on the go. Like, mm. I would barely eat lunch sitting yeah, down yeah, on yeah. the table. Yeah, no, I get that, yeah. So, you know, it was just after, like, so many years of it, you know, it was just kind of making me, like, crack down because it's just, like, you know, I just, like, I didn't want a tight schedule. You know, I wanted to eat sitting down. Mm. Like, you know, I didn't want to care about, you know, like, making this amount of money and stuff. And, like, I tried my best to, like, hang out. To you know, equal out the work to yeah, hang the balance out. you know, work yeah, hard, yeah. play hard. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, so you know, I try to do that to balance it out, but then you know, that doesn't work too good. I'm gonna get to like also like you're doing drugs, and then it's just like eventually there's a limit, and I don't mean there's a limit like your body can't handle it because unfortunately, your body could just always adapt, and then mm. you could take consume more drugs than which you were able a couple months ago unfortunately that's but, the way the, the body but works. the thing but the thing is is that I, I totally understand what you're saying because i went through that uh fucking hell it was a little bit later in my life but um <clears throat> i was you know i would work hard or whatever throughout the week and, and sometimes the the playing hard does not equate to how much time i put in to you know to just fucking be up and do this shit it becomes like it's such a tight schedule, which is why, yo, like on some real shit, I really hate working like a fucking corporate job, and I hate. That's so why I do this yeah. shit. It's just like it just does not equate because on the weekends, yeah, whatever, and I'll do my drugs and whatever. But like at the end of the day, I'm just like, damn, that was quick. Like, and now I have to go back to this shit and fucking, you know, and then it adds more stress because I'm, I'm, I'm coming down from the drugs and then I'm going back into the work week. Yeah, you know, and then I tried to adapt with it, like you were saying, like I tried to adapt with the drugs and stuff like that. But it really, like, in in my and like, I wouldn't say just my type of work, but like this happens to a lot of people. Like it just, it's very hard to pick up where you left off and just like go back into this shit because then you literally just feel like, oh, the weekend was like two hours, and then now I'm yeah. back, you know, and then I'm back to like doing all this shit or whatever, and it's just fucking and two it's, days. It's hard. It's hard because like, what well, I'm working fucking, I'm working all week. And then I have like, you know, and, and sometimes Friday nights I'm tired, you know what I'm saying? Sometimes I just yeah. want to sleep. And then I just have that Saturday to do things, you know? Yeah, because so Sunday Saturday, you're getting ready for yeah, Monday. exactly, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So it's just like, fuck, it's just such like... Uh, and even Saturday, it's just like you want to... 
You're not even ready to like start doing anything until like the early afternoon. Exactly. You know, you just want to move around for a little yeah, bit. Yeah, because you don't really get that time to chill, you know? It's like, yo, I fucking buy all this nice stuff. Like, just in a, um, hypothetically speaking, like, yo, I, like, I buy all this nice stuff, but I can't really enjoy it. Yeah, you know? yeah. Because then, boom, I'm back to work again. And now I'm getting shit from my boss, or I'm fucking, you know, and I have to deal with these fucking stupid-ass coworkers because they don't know how to fucking do their job. Yeah. And it's just like, yo, I don't get paid enough for this shit. Yeah. It's like the balance... That's not balance. You try to do more things you like to make up for, you know... The time your, that you put in. Yeah, but the reality is you're just not really going to be happier until you do less time, yeah. putting in less mm-hmm. time. Because at the end of the day, it's just still, like, most of the week. And then, like you say, you really just only have, like, one day. I mean, don't get me wrong. You could get home kind of early from, like, a 9 to 5 job. And, uh, you know, some people need, just want a more simpler lifestyle, you Mm -hmm. know, they just, they don't mind hanging out with their kids and they don't mind not hanging out with their friends as often, but not everybody's like that. Like, you know, some people, they're not really that family oriented, whatever your situation may be. So they feel a necessity to hang out friends more than their wife and kids. Not saying they're um, no, but I don't I mean, know the word right now. But I know, no, but I but like that is that is yeah, a thing. That it's people, like yeah, it's like it's kind of. I don't want to like. I'm kind of exaggerating it, but in no, a way, it's to, kind of like a psychological thing where it's just like they're not that family oriented, so like they need that extra time to hang out with like friends yep. and not their family. And this doesn't go for everybody, but I know like that there's people normal, out there that there, I know that there's people out there that actually do that. And you're absolutely right. You're 100 percent right. You know, and that's fucking yo. Listen, and that's tough too because like, and then because it's like you wanna you know you wanna be there for your your, your friends and shit like that. My bad to cut you off, but like yeah. you know those people could still be good fathers and husbands. Oh no 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 we're not we're just, not we're not negating that from yeah, yeah, anybody yeah. or whatever. Um, you know that's just not our lifestyle, but like there yeah. is people out there or whatever. But this is the issue. Is just like. Yeah, you want to, you like, you know, escape? We're going to use escape a lot. So you want to escape and hang out with your friends and stuff like that, but you also have to go home with your wife and kids. You, you, and, like, when you're, when you're working all the time and shit like that, you want to make sure that you're a good father or, 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 or mom or, or, you know, stepdad or step, whatever the fuck the case may be. Um, you want you want to make sure that your kids remember you growing up and not just that workhorse, you know what I'm saying? Like, we work, there's nothing wrong with working hard, you know what I'm saying? But there's also spending, all, that, spending that valuable time is, is you know, is very very essential and um you know it's good but like for some people you know it's just it's not always going to be that you know simple life case you know yeah but um i respect the working man you know i may talk with uh more respect to the this is a bit of like i'm misleading but it's the best way i explain it is that i probably I'm going to say I respect oh like the you know I say I respect like the CEO person mm. more than I respect the working man give or take the CEO person like worked hard in their life. Yeah, I mean they were the they were the working man at first. Yeah. That's how they became the CEO. But I, or or like you know maybe they worked so hard that they were just like no I got an idea and I'm, I'm going to invest all this money into it and I'm just going to see what happens. Yeah. Hey man, sometimes it just takes one ch- one shot, one chance. Mm-hmm. One person, one influence, yeah. you know? Absolutely. Everybody just needs that 
uh, what you call it, niche, I guess. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Their natural, yeah. their natural uh, state of being, or that natural, yeah. um, you know, place where they can feel safe and, and and then be constructive, or you know. Yeah, sometimes. Sorry to cut you off, man. Sometimes no, though, this is all good. It's all right. it's off the cuff. Yeah, sometimes though, like riches, and I'm not talking about like financially. I'm just talking about riches as far as whatever you're looking for. If you're looking for riches in your family. Are you looking for riches financially or you're looking for riches in a mental state of mind? Sometimes, you know, that stuff is, it's not something you could force. Mm -hmm. It is definitely something you could prepare for and put yourself in a situation where you're ready for it to come. But sometimes it's just, it's not something you could force. It's just something like you let happen. On some Bruce Lee, you gotta flow like water, my That's friend. That's right. And water never retracts. It only goes forward, my friend. Be water. <laughs> How you doing? <laughs> That's good, man. That's fucking good. Um, another thing I wanted to touch touch base on you, uh, touch base with you, is uh, let's talk about music a little bit. You know. Yeah, let's do this. I want to know what were your influences in music growing up, uh, where you see the state of music now. And and what hold what holds the future for music? All right, I like almost. Before I get into this, I like almost all genres except for country's a little bit hard to get into. Listen, and and I say this all the time. Every time country's mentioned, and people are like, "Yeah, I like all types of music, but country is ah." Listen, you know Johnny Cash was country, right? No, I don't know. Johnny Cash was a form of country folk. Okay. It's like you're telling stories, but with with great radiance and rhythm, you know? So country, like we're talking about like Brad Paisley and shit like that. Yeah, that's just kind of hard to get into. But it's always the storytelling that I always find very, very um, unique and, and uh, valuable. But yes, go continue though. I guess so. you're right. I guess you're Because people tend to forget that Johnny Cash was country. Yeah, yeah. You know? And that's one of the fucking forefathers of, of fucking you know written pain you know what I'm saying mm. wow preach yeah you already know I need to have like people clapping in the background and shit uh, <laughs> but yeah but, yeah yeah I gotta say I definitely like rap more than anything uh, growing up I'd probably say 50 Cent was my favorite it's not even necessarily his rapping I just liked his whole persona and everything like, you know, yeah, just this whole persona is really what I liked. And then, you know, he's always pretty funny at, like, clowning people. He what? got his, I think it's a YouTube channel. I might be, it might not be a YouTube channel. Oh, 50 channel. Cent is, like, the biggest troll ever. Yeah, he got the This Is 50 yeah, yeah, channel. Yeah. Oh, man, that's hilarious. He just And then he just always, like, trying to clown somebody. But before that, hold on, I got a burp. <laughs> Excuse me. Um, Before that, when... uh. 50 Cent was just coming out and M signed him. I was scared of this nigga. I was like, yo, is this nigga a demon? Like, what the fuck is good? Because he had that whole interview with Sway and shit. And it was like, it was like, yo, um, I don't know. He was talking about like, whatever. His story was like, yeah, we, for those who don't know 50 Cent or, or Mr. Fitty or Mr. <laughs> Mr. Cent, 
Um, he got shot nine times or whatever. He still lived. And then he was just like coming out with these raps and he just took over the fucking world. And he was just like scary. First of all, big black buff motherfucker comes out of nowhere. Yeah, I got shot nine times. You already know what it is. G-Unit. And like, for, and we'll talk about G-Unit a little bit later because I love G-Unit. But, um, uh, like it was just scary, the shit that he was talking about and stuff like that. And I really thought that this was like, yo, this motherfucker is going to take over the world and like, what the fuck? And this was before he was funny. You uh-huh. know what I'm saying? So he was just talking like true shit, how he grew up and stuff like that. And it was fucking nuts. And I was like, yo, is this dude like something has to be like, he's definitely made a deal with the devil or something like that. First of all, mm-hmm. he was signed by Eminem. Oh, it's true. Eminem made some, Eminem made a rap song about talking to the devil. I just, I wouldn't doubt it. Yeah. It yeah, sounds it like this. Pretty... No, I'm playing. <laughs> But uh, yeah, nah, so, it was pretty crazy though. Go, yeah, so like when I saw that shit, and I remember like, yo, first of all, many men oh, wish death yeah, upon me. Lord, I don't. I would listen to that shit. I remember, I, I remember, I had the flu when I was little, and I heard this song, and I felt like shit, and I like wanted to die, and I was listening to this song. I was just like, yo, wish death upon me. But and then that's that's when I was just like, yo, this nigga really is scary. Like I'm getting chills right now. I was like, yo, that this nigga is scary. Nobody talks about shit like that. And it's so yeah. open and it's like out there. And like he was the biggest takeover in, 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 in hip hop for a rap in, in ages. Yeah. And I was just like, yo, this motherfucker is definitely a demon or some shit. <laughs> it scared the fucking shit out of me. And everybody could laugh about it, like whatever. But it scared the fuck out of me when I was a little kid. I think he came out when I was in middle school. But like, bro, that shit is no joke. And he was signed by M. And I was like, yo, the fuck is going on? But then, yeah, as he got older, he became, like, a troll and stuff. And now I'm like, okay, everybody's safe. <laughs> but, like, the first... He's al- an old demon. <laughs> literally, the first album... What is it? What was it called? Um, uh, Not The Massacre. That was the second one. It was... Whatever the fuck it was. It was him and, like, a broken glass thingy, whatever. His first album. Oh, yeah, yeah. Literally, um, every single song that was on that fucking record was on the radio. Like, that's what I'm saying. Like, every single song was so good. Yeah. And I'm just like, yo, this motherfucker's taking over, bro. Like, this is scary. This is way before uh, Lil Wayne mixtapes, by the way, because then I was scared of him for a while. But um, that's rapper life. Yeah, yeah. I like that Lil Wayne fire flame spitter. I like a yeah. lot of Lil Wayne's mixtapes. Wait, wait. But we'll, we'll get to that later. We'll get to that yeah, later. Yeah. I'm not but too big on his albums, but I am more bigger mixtapes. on his mixtapes. The mixtapes were the fucking greatest shit of life. Yeah. But we'll talk about that later because I have a lot to say about Lil Wayne. Right. If anybody knows me personally, you know I love Lil Wayne. Um, so yeah, so let's get back to, uh, your influences. Uh, so 50 Cent being one of them. Yeah, um, I like Frank Ocean. hmm Not too big. Um, that guy Wale, I didn't really like him, but then he came out with that song Lotus Flower Bomb. Oh, that's with Miguel, right? Yeah, yeah, with Miguel. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I like Bruno Mars. Yes. Yeah. Yes, Bruno Mars. You know, yeah. me and Bruno Mars have the same name. Well, the same first name. Oh, that's what's up. I guess. I don't know. I, I was just fangirl just now. But, like. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah. Wait. So, it's. Yeah. So, you you kind of got a little bit of everything, you know. Especially, you have the R&B. You have the rhythm. You have the rap. Yeah. You know. And, um, you know. And, and Wale, he, he does a lot of really cool shit. That's what I like about him. First of all, he's a big wrestling fan, if you didn't know that. I did not know he was, that. I think he was on like WrestleMania or something like that, but like announcing. He was like an announcer or something like that. I don't know. You got to fact check me, but like I know he was in the WWE for something. Mm. But uh, 
but yeah, fuck yeah. So you got a little bit of everything, you know? What about like rock? Do you listen to rock or, or like... Um, I listen to rock. I like rock. Rock is good, but I just never search up the names. Okay. So you just like, hear something that you like and then like... Yeah. Let's say more of like a radio But I almost, I almost never change the station or the channel or the song. When I'm listening to rock, I'll probably listen to like a good 20 songs straight before okay. I decide to change it. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, so you kind of get comfortable in like you know that that uh, yeah, yeah. region of of you know. So ear I definitely pleasure. yeah I definitely like rock. I just don't know too much about it. Blah, blah. but I do like the one old school. He's an old school guy, probably like from the nineties. His name or it was his band. I think his band was named Tool. Tool, yes. Yeah. Tool, shout out to Tool. Um, yeah, fucking. Yo, and then he he has another band called The Perfect Circle, which is really fucking good too. Um, but yeah, Tool is really good. You ever seen the, their videos? No, dude. Oh, I seen one video. It was weird. They had like they a little weird shit. Yeah, weird. Yeah, like, like little some, like little alien. Yeah, bro. Was, like, they're fucking dude. They're out I was of like, control. What the fuck? They're so out of control. Tool, like their creativity. They have songs yeah. that are like twelve minutes long, and like Oof. yeah, because hey I, man, get it. I remember I got. Um, an album from my sister Michelle. Shout out to Michi. I know she's listening. Um, she she got me uh, the Lateralis album from Tool, and that was I think that was in two thousand or ninety nine or around that around that time. And dude, first of all, the artwork was amazing on the on the actual CD it was fucking crazy. It came in like a whole sleeve thing or whatever. Yeah. That fucking album, dude. Like literally, like I'm getting chills again. <laughs> I love music, but like their shit and their videos. Are so strange. You don't know how you don't literally after you watch a tool video, you don't know how the fuck you feel. You're like, yeah. uh, do I accept this? Like, what the fuck? <laughs> like, you just start thinking about weird, random stuff. Yeah, but like the creativity of of tool and like what you know. I think that the the biggest thing about tool is that nobody really knows what tool is about, but it's just that they're. Their their visuals and stuff like that. You just get so caught up into it, you don't even care. You know. <laughs> yeah. And just the way that they make music, their sounds and like stuff. Oh my god! Another one that was really good, Trent Reznor from Nine Inch Nails. Mm. Fucking crazy visual, but he's more of like you know upfront and whatever. But like that's really good too. But yeah, oh, it's a good thing that you said Tool. Yeah. Though. Holy shit, I never expected that from you. Hey man, sometimes I'm surprising. The more you know. <laughs> <laughs> Also like uh, another old school guy, also '90s I think Metallica. Oh, Metallica started in the '80s. Oh, but yeah, but they but they they, they lasted to the '90s, right? The, nigga, they're still going now. Oh, all right, that's what they're not saying. as good, but yeah, '90s was their shit because '90. I don't know, I, I don't know the year or whatever, but I know that they came out with. Uh, this is right after. Oh, the Black Album. I think the Black Album came out in '90. Or oh, okay. something like that, which has like Enter Sandman. Um, shit oh like, yeah, I like that. Yeah, song. yeah, fucking. Um, and let let the bells rings or oh bells for whom so the bell tolls. Yeah, 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 yeah. That yeah, was that. off of uh, uh, the Ride the Lightning album. Yeah, that was pretty good. I think it was the same album with the Sandman. <clears throat> I, I think they were the same. I could be wrong. I could be wrong too. And and like I love Metallica. <laughs> <laughs> But uh, damn, I might have to fact check that. But you know what? It's gonna bother me. But we'll 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 figure it out later. Yeah. I also like Nirvana. 
Nirvana's really good too. A Seattle band that came out of fucking nowhere and, and really started to crush that grunge scene, you know, that started that whole thing. Yeah. This is when punk was dying. See, I know my history about music, but this is when punk was dying and the punk kids were pissed off at fucking like uh, Nirvana and that, that grunge shit because that was starting to take over in the 90s, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, where people yeah. started to wear the flannels and like uh, loose, yeah. loose jeans and like just like, you know, <laughs> that type of shit. But it took fucking over and it was just a little band from Seattle that fucking came out and destroyed shit. And Nirvana is still relevant to this day. Dave Grohl was the drummer for that band and now he's still fucking making music. Now he has the Foo Fighters. Now he has uh, Queens of the Stone Age or, or um, he's, in, he's in a bunch of other bands. But um, it's crazy. You can keep going down the line though. Um, actually, you put me on it recently. I was listening to some of your music. Slipknot is pretty good. I fucking love Slipknot. That was pretty good. There was someone else I was listening to that was pretty good, but I forgot the name. But I'll probably check on that. You're naming really good bands that where the front men of these bands took it to a whole different realm. I mean, besides Nirvana, because you know, rest in peace. But um, but like the front men of these bands, very powerful people. You know, which are kind of like the Illuminati of music. These motherfuckers take that shit to greater heights and just become, they just, they age like wine, basically, you know. So the lead singer of Slipknot, Corey Taylor, come on the show. Come on the show, Corey Taylor. We love you. Come on the show. Um, <laughs> uh, like he, he, he had Stone Sour and then he, now he has just Corey Taylor, like it's just his shit. Once they took off, once they took, once he took off the mask, he just became his own fucking thing. And like his books are amazing too. He is just like the night, probably the nicest person you'll ever meet in life. Mm-hmm. You know, besides Jason Alon. Jason Alon, come on the show. I love you. Um, but like, like he is just. And then you, and then you look back to Slipknot days. I'm just like, yo, this motherfucker is like. It almost seems like there's two different people. But that's the um, when you get into character, which is why I love being Slipknot for Halloween or Corey Taylor, to be more specific. It's just. It's just a different force, you know? Yeah. But still very, very up top, very gung-ho, you know? But, like, yeah, Slipknot is fucking the shit. I used to have the masks all over my room, but I had to take it down because they got dusty, but... Uh, <laughs> but, yeah, Slipknot's really good, too. Can't What's, let Slipknot get dusty? Hell no. <laughs> I mean, yeah, Their shirts and stuff pretty cool looking. Yeah, I have, I have like, two of them in my thingy. Um, yeah, I want to hear more about this. I'm more interested about this shit now. What else did I put you on to? I don't fucking notice this. You don't tell me these things. <laughs> I appreciate it, though. Um, hmm. I'd say as far as rock music goes, that was probably it. There really was someone else that sounded pretty good that I was listening to recently because of you, mm-hmm. but I really just forgot the name. What does it sound like? What is it? What kind of, like... I know this is kind of be this is probably gonna be kind of hard to tap into, but like, what did it bring to you? Like, was it heavy metal? Was it like, you know, rhythm? Was it like, like what kind of was it? Were they screaming or were they singing? Um, it was more like rhythm. It might be highly suspect. I'm not too sure, but that's the only thing I can think of right now. Maybe. But besides uh, music players, I do like the uh, instruments, <clears throat> and I like the intricacy of a guitar and the bass guitar being do played play at the same time. Do you play instruments yourself? I used to play a guitar when I was little, but I completely forgot how to read notes. So See, this is the thing that I do. I don't read like sheet music or anything. I read tabs. 
I don't so even remember like it, it the shows you what fingers so. to put in whatever oh. and what the neck of the guitar is the easiest way to fucking read music. I'll teach you. And oh, it's just cool, it's man. so easy because like I I like it's it's just because it's so like I don't want to say basic, but it it is really easy. So like if you look up any tab, it shows you where to put your fingers and how to play the notes and what timing to play oh, okay. it. You know what I'm saying? So like there'll be the lyrics, and then there'll be the notes or the chords right there. I'm like, oh okay, all right. That's why I have this shit. These are all fucking all this fucking crazy mathematic shit over here is fucking. They're all songs. That's the Post Malone song. Stay. This one is uh, like a stone. This is fucking, uh, I don't know what the fuck that is, but sometimes I have to write it down. These are tabs right here. So let's say this is the top of the oh, fret, right. and you put your two fingers right there. I think oh. that, that's a, that's an A7 right there. So like sometimes I forget the fucking notes and like whatever, so I have to write it down and then, you know, whatever. And like that, quick notes, those are all the chords for those songs. And then, yeah, it's just like, and when you read tabs, it's so much easier. I don't, I don't think I'll ever be interested in learning how to read sheet music, but like tabs or whatever. Now I'm to the point where I can just figure it out. But uh, excuse me. But yeah, I'm gonna I, I'm gonna teach you these things, brother. Oh yeah, man, oh, cool. You can never know too much, man. That's right. The so. brain is a very powerful thing, and it can you can take in a lot. You can take yeah. in a lot. This is why before I die, I want to know almost everything. I'm I'm right there with you, man. I want same goal. That was a fist bump right there. Pew, pew, pew. <laughs> and uh, all right, so then, what state of hip hop? What's your opinion on the state of of uh, of of mo- like most importantly hip hop now? How do you feel about all all the shit that's coming out now? Before I get to the state of hip hop, I honestly want to say that without even really listening to other music's too good, that it all seems like they try to put majority of music through the same state at the same time Mm -hmm. maybe some music might be off for like well like one music kind of i think that's the history of it you know because some things are popular you know in each state like how fucking when things used to just be like i don't know i'm just gonna use a really wild reference like usher used to have just lips but now everything's like so it kind of sped up a little bit but um, not saying Usher is hip hop, but like you know, the state of music is different. Every every you know, with it, it's kind of like a fad, you know. When certain things are more popular, people want to do it because it gets more radio player, you know, whatever. Yeah. But um, but yeah, I digress. But I want to hear a little bit more of your opinion on things. Well, as far as hip hop goes, um, I think I'm liking it at the moment. You know, it was going on the up. So, you know, they had a couple different guys. They had Little Baby, The Baby. Wait, are uh, these two different rappers? Yeah, yeah. Little Baby and The Baby? Oh, The Baby. I know The Baby because yeah, he, yeah. he always looked clean. <laughs> I swear to God, he's like the freshest motherfucker ever. Yeah, yeah. Crispy and clean on the Crispy scene. Crispy, clean on the scene? That's what he says? No, no, I'm just saying. I was about to say, I don't doubt it. And his teeth mm. are stupid white. Whiter than this t-shirt. Like, I'm wearing a brand new white tee and his teeth are fucking, it's out of control. Very good looking guy. But they're yeah, yeah. little baby, the baby, little baby is yeah. diff- oh. different. From so he didn't baby. graduate? He didn't become little baby to the baby? <laughs> oh my I God. I guess not. I'm corny as hell. <laughs> Go ahead, keep going. But um, yeah, it seems like so far it was going on the up and up. Um, Honestly, I only really listen to the radio when I have a car. I don't have a car right now. So 
can't tell you too much about it, like the state of hip hop at the moment, but I'm like I could tell you I'm liking it so far. And you know, yeah, what are, that's basically what, are, what I could say. Yeah, but what is what are some of your your favorite artists right now? Oh, I like Little Baby, The Baby. Pop Still don't know smoke. what the fuck that is, but <laughs> oh, rest in peace, Pop Smoke. Yeah, yeah, I heard about that too, man. What do you mean you heard about that? That shit happened like a year and a half ago. <laughs> oh man, yeah, it was pretty sad, but you know, where those don't live forever, their music does. Mm-hmm. That's right. That's right. That was very powerful. Yeah, it almost makes me want to kiss you, nigga. Shut up. <laughs> no, I'm playing. <laughs> But um, but yeah, and uh, what about like let's let's get off hip hop for a little bit. Now, right. I love talking about hip hop, but like, what about have you ever heard of anything that's coming out now in any other genre? Hmm. Like, what's your feel about pop music right now? That's mostly like radio shit. Oh, Excuse there me. was one song, something roses or something by some girl. I forgot. Maybe like give me like two seconds to try to pull it up. Yeah, you got me beat because I don't know what the fuck is going on with pop now. Everything is basically like a... Because I feel like the state, certain states of music where it's just like everything's been done before so they have to sample things from other artists. Yeah, I think it's called St. John Roses. St. John. Shout out to St. John. I actually listen to St. John. By... Or it's... Eamon Beck Remix? Something even, like that. I don't even know what the fuck that means, but I'm here well, with you. I would you. just play it in the background. You can't play so it too loud because I'll get copyrighted. Oh, all right. I'll just try and get like the rhythm so I can just say the rhythm. Oh. Oof. My bad for the wait, fellas. No, it's all good. I actually, it's it's about time to cut to the break. So we're going to take a break. I'm going to do a shout out to my sponsors real quick. And we're going to come right back into it. Oh, I, I, wait, I think I got the rhythm. It's like... That sounds like fucking that. terrible. It <laughs> sounds like somebody has to take a shit and they're well, like screaming. The actual song sounds better than what I'm saying. But we're going we're gonna to cut to break real quick. We're going to get some refreshments and we'll be right back. This next one is um, a shout out to our sponsors. We're going to get right into the sponsors right now. Today, our sponsors are Diet Pepsi. Drink with your mother gave you. That's it. We don't really actually have sponsors for this, but we're going to get right into the second part of this episode. So. Makes um, you chubby, not fat. Hey, I don't. <laughs> so um, what were we talking about before? I forget. Uh, <clears throat> I know we were on the music subject. Mm. What do you, oh so oh, where do God. you see music where do you see music going in the future? Um hmm. That is a really good question because because it can only be an opinion on what the state is right now, which is why you I asked you the previous question. It kind of already went through a cycle as far as like you know, it gets a little bit hardcore, and then it goes down, and now it's a little bit hardcore mm-hmm. again. But it's not really that hardcore as like it used to be. Yeah. And I'm talking about rock and rap, because <laughs> they both got pretty hardcore around the same time. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. So, I think they're going to do like 
a little bit softcore, a little bit hardcore, make that stretch for a little bit, mm. do like a lot of hardcore, but like for a short amount of time. Because um, unfortunately, you know, the world we live in, you know, they just try to brainwash. So they don't want the hardcore sure. there too long. So they're going to do like soft and hardcore back to back. And then they're going to do a bunch of hardcore, but then they're going to do it in a short period of time. It's an interesting take. And then be like, yo, yo, go back to the softs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. So then, but it's going to be cool though when they, they go back to the softcore too, though. I'm not going to say that softcore is... Not, I like softcore music, first of all. I mean, everybody's got to jerk off to sometime, something, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. But you know, you know, smooth stuff. Like this, like this uh, instrumental in Lo-fi the background. Stuff, yeah. You know... You could rap to this, or you could have like a rock song. Oh to no, this we or... we will after this episode. We're gonna make some fucking music. Yeah, you know, you could sample it and you know make it like you know change it up a little bit. Yeah, and um, you know, like you know, it's all good. It's all good. Softcore music is good too. So really, you know, I can't wait to hear all of it. Yeah, not some of it. See, this is this is one reason why I kind of want to live long, like like long as fuck. Because I want to see the states of music change, you know? And although they say, you know, it is true, history repeats itself, but I want to see what the fuck is going to be after this trap bullshit. Or after, you know what I'm saying, whatever. And people are getting very unique with their sounds now, you know what I'm saying? Like, now you have the DIY rappers that do everything themselves, and they're like, everything sounds crazy. Like, it's just like they're putting their own shit into it, so it's only going to evolve. But I just can't wait to hear what's next, yo. Yeah, that is true. That And, like- and let's let we not forget summer hits. Because yeah. it's always like the most popular songs come out in the summer. Summertime, then you go to Miami Beach. Yeah, you already know. Start listening to the summer club songs. Ooh. Ooh. Girls Jer- in a bikinis. Jersey club songs. No. <laughs> Jersey. <laughs> oh my God. Those were the best, yo. Because they're. Jersey club. Oh man. Jersey club music is like. It reminds me of like Project Basement Parties. Yeah, where yeah. bitches used to just grind on you so hard that you didn't feel your dick at the end of the day, but like you, but you never had like actual physical contact, like sex or anything like that. It was just that was it. And we used to wear the fucking low ass pants with the belt, big belt buckle, and that shit hurt. And then like you got like this bitch with a fucking double XL ass, just fucking grinding your shit, and you're just like, oh man, why did I do this? But it was good. Shut up, Paul. But like it was fucking dude, it was the best, man. It was the best. And you know, Jersey Club's still going strong to this day. We're, we're I think that's a. Jersey I think club. I think it's very timeless, you know. Yeah, I think so too. Just the whole, you know, it it just it goes very well with club dancing. Yeah, it's you know it's easy to be on beat when you're dancing to Jersey Club music. And so uh, what's it called? Great. I remember getting a ride home from my friend Jessica. And she's like crazy on Jersey Club and stuff like that. And she was just like, yo, you could literally go on SoundCloud, type in any song that you want in the world, and then just put Jersey Club remix. There is literally every fucking remix to anything possible. Like, I believe that. Joe Exotic. Uh, <laughs> like, like, Lincoln Park. Like, fuck it. Yo, everything. Everything you could think of, they have a Jersey Club remix. Slipknot Jersey Club remix. Oh, that's pretty cool. I don't know. I just said that, but we're going to look it up later. But like, dude, like anything possible, there's a Jersey Club remix. And that's why I love that shit. And that's why it's timeless. Damn. Yeah, I've seen some video where like, oh, Jersey people uh, make club music out of anything. And then there was an answering machine. And it was like when you're calling, when you, when you hear someone's answering machine from somebody from Jersey. Oh, my God. Yeah, it was pretty good. 
You were like, please leave a message out of tone, 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 tone. I got to stop saying tone because then she's going to start scratching at my door. Yeah, man. I used to jam the Jersey Club. One more subject that I want to touch on before we wrap everything up because we do have to make music after this. Um, is uh, how has your mental health improved over the last few years from when you know when you were describing before in the early on the episode? How did it improve, and what what things did you do to learn to not be in in, in such a state of of fury or rage or you know how things used to be? Um, <clears throat> I'm gonna say that um. The beginning was frustrating because whether you could find a solution quick or you could find it or it takes long to find a solution, the beginning is just always frustrating because it's tough. Whether it's quick or not, it's always tough. Yeah. So for starters, like I said, I, I also really try to not necessarily cut off drugs, but pay close to attention to why am I doing drugs. Like, for example, I may be home, I may be bored, and you know, I might want to smoke some weed. I think in my head, am I about to smoke this because I'm bored? Or am I going to smoke this because I really want to enjoy mm. the blunt right now? Mm. And sometimes I, I'm really there thinking for like good 10, 15 minutes, like, damn, is it boredom? And then some, honestly, when you're a little bit addicted, you know, I was a little bit addictive, but even when you're not really addictive, your mind will really fool yourself that you're really trying to enjoy yeah, it. absolutely. When you're really just bored as yep. fuck and trying to smoke. And a perfect example, smoking cigarettes, you know, when I used to smoke cigarettes all the time, and I'd be like, yo, I have a pack, I, have a, I bought a pack, I'm just going to smoke it because I'm bored, Yeah. you know? And it just becomes like a certain routine where it's just like, oh. I don't smoke cigarettes anymore, but it's just like, yo, t- that Congratulations. was... Thank you. But it was a very hard thing for me to deal with for f- 15, 16 years, you know? Almost half my life, dude. That's like, crazy, man. And it was just like, bro, like, how did I... And then it was just like, I would come here, like, before I even moved here, I would just, like, come here, and then I would get packs and fucking just smoke the shit out of it just because well, there's nothing else to do, you yeah. know? Because I didn't have my room set up like this. I was literally just, like, here, just chilling. And, like, it's just fucking, yeah, it was fucking, yeah. But I do understand what you're saying on that. Yeah, yeah, you got to be very conscious of that. Very conscious, and that's very and important. Also, if you're smoking and you're going to hang out, mm. you got to think, like, all right. <clears throat> so, you know, I hang out with my friends this much. Majority of the time, we do this, this, and that. All right, I can't smoke or drink or sniff or whatever it is people do, mm-hmm. whatever their fix is. Yeah. You know, I can't do it for this and this, but I could do it for that. That also helps a lot with, like, mental stuff. Because you got to remember that, like, well, not so much natural drugs like weed, DMT, shrooms, whatever. Mm. But, like, alcohol and drugs that aren't natural, Yeah, they give you a chemical imbalance. That's right. So, and then sometimes natural drugs with that... Like, weed won't affect you too much. But if you drink and then smoke. Smoke weed. Yeah. Then, you know, it could possibly amplify. Yeah. So. Because you're basically mixing mixing an upper with a downer. Because yeah. alcohol is a depressant, you know? Yeah, yeah. But I'm drinking right now. So <laughs> welcome to Channel Shreddy Podcast. 
Yeah, it's just, it's all about control and just like, you really got to be conscious, like, why you're doing this and that. Because unfortunately, when you are mental, you really shouldn't be doing drugs at all. Yeah. But like, realistically, you're just not really going to tell someone to stop. Exactly. So if you're not going to stop, you just got to be conscious. Like, all right, you know what? I hanged out with my friends last week and then we did the same shit this week that we doing last week. Mm-hmm. So why am I gonna smoke for to do the same shit? Same shit and nothing changes. You yeah, know what I'm saying? So there's, no, like, there's no there's yeah. no differentiality didn't and you know, there's no you don't learn anything that way. Yeah. <clears throat> Excuse me. And then you end up being in the same cycle, which is called insanity. Yeah. Which but is that, not good for people like us because we do have an imbalance, you know? So it's very harmful. Yeah. But then uh, you know, one morning on a weekend I woke up, you know, I worked hard. Uh, I got a fairly decent check, you know. Uh, I opened my window because, you know, because of, like, kids and stuff, I don't want, like, the smoke mm-hmm. to, like, smell. Yeah. So I opened my window, whatever. You know, I smoke L in the morning. To some people, that seems like an attic. No. It's but, just, it, it becomes a daily routine. I, I, yo, morning L's I mean, are the best. They definitely Wake are. Wake and bake, but, bro. <laughs> that, that's besides the point. But they yeah, definitely yeah. You're are. You're right. We're getting off. But, um... <laughs> But I really was enjoying that mm-hmm. L. Like, I woke up and I thought, like, wow, I could really enjoy it, L. Like, I wasn't just smoking it to smoke it. Mm-hmm. It just felt like a good start to my weekend. And they call that one of life's hidden pleasures, you know? Yes. So when you're mental, that's, like, things you got to be conscious of, you know? Am I really about to enjoy this or I'm just doing it to get high? Mm-hmm. I really enjoyed it. You know, I was sitting, I got my chair, I put it next to the window. You know, I was puffing clouds out the window, watch a couple people walk, whatever. Mm-hmm. And then, like, I really enjoyed it. It was really relaxing. Yeah. You know, and then I went about my day doing whatever. Oh, my God. Doing stuff high is the best. Oh, fuck yeah. It's like it's not even an addict type of thing. It's no, just, it's just like it's, it's just, just awesome. to be honest with you. Like for when I when I used to, oh, I used to smoke so fucking much. Um, but like I would love doing shit. You know what I'm saying? Like yo, yeah. I'd be like, all right, these niggas are going on a hike. That sounds whack, but let me get high first, and then I enjoy the fuck out of it because I'm yeah. doing something, and it's just like it just makes it, it amplifies things. It makes it so much better. Yeah, yeah. And I'm just like, yo, why the fuck? Can I just be high all the time? Like. <laughs> <laughs> But I do get that in that um, in that sense, and also being conscious about things, it's very very important. So I'm really happy that you brought that up. Yeah, man. Yeah, I, you know, I try to I try to spread the knowledge and love, man. You already know, and that's most important, brother. That's why we appreciate you. Thank you, thank you. I appreciate you. I appreciate for fellow followers and all that good stuff. You already know. Yo, honestly, I appreciate I, waking up this morning. Hey, you know what? Every day above ground is a bed is a good day. Yes. You know? And you know what? It might be raining outside, but look what we're doing. We're doing some constructive. We're talking things out. And, you know, and the listeners are going to love this. You know, yeah. I really do appreciate you having on the show, my brother. I appreciate you having me on the show, brother. Psh, my nigga, you already know what the fuck it is. Oh, <laughs> uh, wait. We didn't get to talk about Lil Wayne first. Oh, right, right. Um, Lil Wayne's the best rapper of all time, and I don't give a fuck. His mixtapes were the shit. You heard that in every fucking car. He was in your everything. And that's all I got to say about that. This concludes the episode three of Channel Shreddy Podcast. I love you guys. Make sure that you're always taking care of yourselves. And mental health is very important. Take care of yourselves. 
and take care of each other. Tasha, you have any last words before we get going? Pot is not hot. Pot is not hot. See you guys next week.